Good morning to you, friends. And how were you this morning? How was your night? I hope you have all had a peaceful night rest. God bless you. You're welcome to review. It's your host and your dear friend here, Esther. And this morning, let's round up our topic on conscience. Conscience part three, still in the bracket. Our bell or alarm system. Conscience part three, in the bracket. Our bell or alarm system and please turn with me to 2 Corinthians 2 Corinthians chapter 1 and let's read only verse 12 from there 2 Corinthians chapter 1 verse 12 says for our boasting is this the testimony of our conscience that we conducted ourselves in the world in simplicity and godly sincerity, not with fleshly wisdom, but by the grace of God and more abundantly toward you. Amen. Friends, we have been looking at the topic, conscience as our bell or alarm system for the past three days now. But can you and I make such boast or boasting about our conscience like the Apostle Paul? Because as soon as we take the first step in the wrong direction. We violate it. And it's not possible to violate the conscience and still claim to be walking in God's will. For those who drive, I'm sure you will understand if I say it's like driving through a red traffic light, isn't it? Yesterday, we talked about a good, clean, or a sacred state of our conscience. So when our conscience is not in a good or clean or sacred state, like we learned yesterday, it becomes soiled. Soiled conscience. What is a soiled conscience? A soiled conscience, friends, is a defiled one. 
it's filled with guilt, void of peace, because it has been tainted or stained. And when convicted and quickly seeks repentance, according to 1 John chapter 1, verse 9, to get rid of guilt, it is restored by the Holy Spirit. A soiled conscience, when convicted and quickly seeks repentance, is restored by the Holy Spirit. The last and the worst is a seared conscience. Oh God, help us. I said the last and the worst state the conscience can be in or condition is to be seared. A seared conscience. Please turn with me to 1 Timothy chapter 4. This morning, let's read from the book of 1 Timothy chapter 4. We're going to verse 2, but let's read verse 1 for a better understanding. 1 Timothy chapter 4 verses 1 and 2 says, Now, the Spirit expressly says that in later times some will depart from the faith, giving heed to deceiving spirits and doctrines of demons. Verse 2, Speaking lies and hypocrisy, having their own conscience seared with a hot iron. Seared. What does it mean? Seared conscience means darkened by heat. For you see, the conscience in this state has become so hardened that it no longer really works. What is meant to be a moral compass has degenerated and turned immoral in all aspects. In this state or condition, the conscience has entered a moral numbness, no longer sensitive because it has repeatedly ignored warnings. It has ignored it long enough and now demonstrates total rejection of God's truth. What happens again when conscience is in this condition? Turn with me to the book of Romans chapter 1. Let's see what happens when the conscience is in this terrible condition or state. 
Remember I told you, this is the worst condition the conscience can be in. It's hardened. No longer really works. Romans chapter 1. First, let's read verses 21 to 24. And then we go to verses 26 to 28 quickly. It says, Because although they knew God, they did not glorify Him as God, nor were thankful, but became futile in their thoughts, and their foolish hearts were darkened. Professing to be wise, they became fools and changed the glory of the incorruptible God into an image made like corruptible man and birds and four-footed animals and creeping things. Pay attention to verse 24. Therefore, God also gave them up to uncleanness in the lust of their hearts, to dishonor their bodies among themselves. Let's go to verse, verses 26 to 28 says, For this reason, God gave them up to vile passions. For even their women exchanged the natural use for what is against nature. Likewise, also the men, leaving the natural use of the women, burned in their lust for one another, men with men, committing what is shameful, and receiving in themselves the penalty of their error, which was due, verse 28. And even as they did not like to retain God in their knowledge, God gave them over to a debased mind to do those things which are not fitting. The Lord bless the reading together of his holy word. Amen. Oh, God, help us. What we are talking about now, a seared conscience was what happened to the people in Corinthians, the church. You see, when we refuse to honor God and allow our conscience to become seared, thinking becomes foolish. The heart becomes darkened. And like we read, the Lord eventually gives over to lustful heart desires. In what state do you, my friend and listener, have your conscience right now? Have you ignored the beeping sounds to the extent that wrongs now seem right to you? Because 
You think, at least you're not the only one on that wrong path. Not the only one who does so and so, right? If yours is soiled, you can quickly trace your steps back to the Lord. Seared? Begin to ask God for mercy. Make mercy your every second prayer. In fact, your name. Conscience. Our bell or alarm system. Friends, let us listen always to the beeping sound and be quick, be quick to make amends. Abba Father, I will love you and thank you for the completion of our topic on conscience which is a gift from you. This morning, we wash every soiled conscience with the blood of Jesus. Cleanse us from all guilt, Abba, and make us whole. Restore us Holy Spirit, thank you, Father God, for in Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. Amen. I want to thank you so much, my friends, for staying with me these three days. God bless you and quicken our conscience and heart. I'll see you bright and early tomorrow morning. But until then, the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the sweet fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you all, now and forever. Amen.